Yes, yes, this is the moment that we've all been waiting for here. Um, I'm very happy. I'm very excited to tell everyone that um, the Talk That Talk show is here. Um, for you know, a lot of my fans out there that you know read my articles, um, for my friends, um, for my family that really have been pushing me to to do this show. Um, I'm really just happy to really say that I, I'm doing it. You know, I'm doing it for you all. I'm doing it for myself, and I just really want to give you know the viewers a a good perception and a good you know idea of what it is that I'm saying when it comes to sports because I do know what I'm doing. Um, I've covered these sports for about five years now. Um, you know, I've covered the Knicks. It was a life you know lifelong dream of mine to ever you know just be in the garden, let alone you know interview the players that I see on a daily basis. Um, you know, I'm just really humbled to be here at this point. And, you know, I'm just really excited to show y'all what Talk That Talk is really about. You know, if you have someone out here that's, you know, doing what he's supposed to on the court or off the field too, and, you know, is really saying something and, you know, lets their, their work be, speak for themselves, then they're talking that talk. And that's what I'm about on this show. But, you know, we're going to get into some sports here in a little bit, but, um, I just want to thank everyone out there, especially to our sponsors. Um, shout out to VW Liquors. Dave, thank you so much. Um, shout out also to Executive Bar and Restaurant located in Carteret, New Jersey. Um, you know, we're we're here and, you know, we're going to start this thing up. But um, first things first, you know, I'm a big time Knicks fan. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows just how much I love my Knicks. And, you know, I, I watch every game with my father. Uh, we, we watch it right out in the living room. Um, we'll have it, you know, recorded. We'll sometimes we'll pause it and so we can fast forward through the commercials. But, you know, true Knicks fans watch the Knicks, especially when, you know, they're as bad as they are now. Um, yesterday they lost to Sacramento 115 to 108. Uh, that, you know, eliminated them from the playoffs. I, I think we already knew they weren't going to go to the playoffs. But, uh, you know, that's the fifth straight season that our Knicks have not been in the playoffs. We are now at a 13 and 51 record. And we quite possibly could be the worst team in NBA, well, for the Knicks franchise history. Um, you know, I was there when we covered that worst, you know, unfortunately, back in 2014-15, I was there in the garden when on the last game, everything was free to eat in the garden because of how bad the Knicks were. This was a franchise worst. This was, um, you know, the first year that, you know, our boy Derek Fisher was in, uh, you know, at the helm. But, you know, needless to say, you know, this could be a historically bad, bad year. So, you know, I looked into the, you know, the schedule upcoming and, you know, we have to get four wins in 18 games. All right. So I'm looking here on the schedule and you got March 6th. So that's tomorrow against Phoenix. That's a game they, you know, they should win, even though they're not the best. You got to take that. You know, um, I, I got two games here circled against Chicago. Um, you know, the Knicks play them tough if they can find out how to stop Zach Vall <laughs> Zach Levine just a little bit, then maybe they will have a chance to, you know, get those wins. And then I got Washington circled down there because, you know, there's no John Wall and, you know, outside of Bradley Beal, you know, there's nobody that really jumps out to me that's, you know, just as, 
bad as the Knicks are. So, I mean, those are four winnable games that the Knicks can have to avoid being the worst team in history for the franchise this year. Um, You know, when you have a bad season like this, you got to really look into the positives. You know, you got to look at some of the things that are working. And I think, you know, if you're a Knicks fan and you know, we can all be in agreement that Mitchell Robinson has been doing his thing. You know, props. And this is why I really love David Fisdale. When I was in the you know locker room, I talked to him. He's a very personable guy. You know, he looks you in the eye when you ask him a question. And, you know, one of the things that he really talked about at the beginning of the year is how much you got to focus on the development and not on the wins and losses. And when I look at this team, <laughs> that's won 17 games. You know, I, I got to attribute, you know, Mitchell Robinson as being a, a positive thing here. Um, you know, the guy has the attitude that he wants to be good. You know, a lot of guys, they get the money and, and they don't want to be good. This guy, he wants to average six blocks a game. Um, he's double-doubled in three of his last five games. Um, you know, my big thing to him that I would love for him to do is stay on the court, man. Um, you know, he fouled out last game in only 19 minutes. You got to stay here on the court because you can't help our team and you can't really help out if you're on the bench because you got six fouls in an NBA game. You got six fouls. Come on, bro. Come on. Play with your, play with your feet, not with your hands. Um, you know, a lot of things that people talk to me about and ask me my opinion on was, you know, how's Dennis Smith Jr.? You know, do you really think he's good enough? Do you think it was worth trading uh, KP? I had one guy say, <laughs> I, have to, I have to laugh because he, he told me that KP was a generational talent. I mean, how can you be a generational talent and you ain't played 82 games? <laughs> how can you be a generational talent and you don't play 82 games in a season? You know, you th- this is the guy that's telling, you know, the New York that we're dysfunctional, but yet you can't go to your exit meeting. Dennis Smith Jr. wants to play, you know, when he's healthy, you know, this guy is the real deal. If you remember before, the Knicks wanted to get him. But he was, you know, a little wary about coming here, so he didn't go to a, a workout. Then we got Frank Nilakina, thank you. Um, but <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr., you know, in the last five games, he has 14 points, you know, seven assists. But here's the big thing that I like. This guy's got 1.6 steals a game. For a team in the Knicks that can't stop a nosebleed, this guy's out here getting 1.6 steals a game. This is something that you did not get You know, with KP, obviously, because he was on the bench. I mean, you get the blocks. But, you know, the one thing that we've lacked at the point guard position is the point guard that's athletic. I mean, you look at these top-tier teams, you know, they're competing because they got great guard play. And, you know, with New York, we get Dennis Smith Jr. and a guy that, you know, we can have to, to be a part of our program. He's athletic, he's energetic, and he's perfect for the garden. You know, he's a facilitator. And he brings the grit. I mean, in that wor- that worst year back in 2014, that team was just going out there. There were a bunch of guys wearing the same jerseys. You know, there was no team. I- I've seen this team rally around this guy, Dennis Smith Jr. They're rallying around him. And, you know, for for all that, that, that you know, KP was made up to be, I-, I can't see the Knicks giving him a max contract. You know, uh, I mean, if you have the opportunity to take the two max slots now, um, you definitely got to trade KP. 
I, I want a guy in New York that that wants to represent New York the right way, and, and not just wear the suit and tie that New York, you know, has us wear. You know, um, but having said that, you know, we're going to move on to our next topic here. We got, you know, Bryce Harper. Uh, he signs a $330 million deal for 13 years. I mean, wow. I I'm never going to stop a guy from getting his money. So, you know, shout out to you, Bryce Harper. But, um, you know, Bryce doesn't really make the Phillies any better. I really don't think he makes this team any better. Uh, you know, coming to the season, you know, unless Bryce Harper can pitch, there's some things that Bryce Harper cannot help this team that, you know, has made him as bad as they were, you know. Um, the defense was historically bad. You know, you have 121 errors in, in, in the major leagues. I could go out there. You know, I, I didn't play since high school. And I mean to tell you, I can't, you know, you can't go out there and have 121 errors and call yourselves professionals, you know? And, 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 you know, this guy Bryce Harper doesn't have a gold glove. So, I mean, he doesn't make this team, you know, that much better defensively. Um, the bullpen with the Phillies, it's been a little lackluster. Um, you know, when you look at the, that championship team that the Phillies had, you know, they had Roy Holiday. And and that that pitching staff was just was just lethal. I mean, you look at this the Phillies pitching, and you got Jake Arrieta, who's your number two, and he's ten for eleven. You know, he's got a record of ten eleven. He's on the decline. I, I know Aaron Nola's good. He was up there with you know Noah and you know Jacob Degrom as a pitcher that should have won Cy Young. But you know, I, I just unless Bryce Harper can go out there and throw nine innings. You know, I don't think that, you know, he's going to help the Phillies, you know, to get anywhere. You know, Miami and the Phillies are going to be competing for the bottom. They are going to be the NL East bottom feeders for us this year. Um, I mean, when you look at the Mets, you know, we've we made some acquisitions to, you know, get the catching position where, you know, we were lacking at. Um, you have, you know, bring on a guy at second base where ever since Daniel Murphy, we can't turn a double play. Just ask the, the Kansas City Royals. We should have been there. Remember that, Dad? We I, was out there. I certainly did. We seen, uh, you know, Chicago. We, we was up there freezing when the, when the Mets won under, what, 20-degree weather? About like 20 degrees. Mets made it to the World Series, and, and that was because of pitching. So when you look at, you know, the Phillies, this is a team that, you know, it, it 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 can be good. It's got some some young potential, but you need a lot more than Bryce Harper's three hundred average. If he if he bats three hundred to get this team over eighty wins, I mean, come on! How can you tell me if Jake Arrieta is your number two with ten wins, eleven losses? How 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 can you build a pitcher? I don't even know who else is pitching for the Phillies after that. You know, you look you look at these top teams. You know that one, two, three, Boston. They've got it because of pitching. And and I just can't see, you know, this Bryce Harper deal. You give a guy $330 million that he is going to get, you know, them in the playoffs. And let, let's take it from it from this standpoint. Bryce Harper, okay, he batted all around the NL East and he killed us. He killed the Mets. He's a Met killer. He killed everybody in the NL East. But what has he done after that? If you can't go to the playoffs and get me a series win or get me to the championship 
why am I going to give this guy over $250 million, let alone $330 million? You know, you don't even want to run the first base. And I'm supposed to give this guy $330 million? I mean, come on, man. And and I did some research here, and some of the top, you know, contracts that were over $250 million, the only guy that got his team a chip and made it to the World Series was Alex Rodriguez. I mean, you know, we got to give it to him. He he made it. I mean, I'm a Mets, so we'll give the Yankees a little clap there. They did. But, um, you know, Alex Rodriguez got them to the chip and got them a World Series, and he got paid over $250 million. But here's the catch. If you remember, at the end of that deal, Brian Cashman could not wait to get this guy out of New York. He wanted him out the Bronx. They were trying to find so many different ways to get this guy out, and that is what you might have with Bryce Harper. What are you going to do when you got some farm system guy that's raking it out the park, and now he's coming up, and, and Bryce Harper's only hitting 200? Are you still going to, you know, start this guy, Bryce, at, you know, the eighth year of his contract because because you paid him all this money? And if you know about that, ask Jacoby Ellsbury. Ask him for the Yankees. This guy got paid so much money. How much did they use him? You go ask the Yankees about that contract and uh, what, what you think is going to happen. But Bryce Harper, I mean, this guy said he's going to bring a title back to D.C. Bro, you played in Philly. <laughs> Come on, bro. I mean, I know my Philly people are going to be mad at me, but I said it before. This is scum joining scum. And, and that's the last thing I'm going to say about that. But don't worry, Philly. I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of love back at the end of the show. But um, next thing that we're going to move on to here is our NFL review. Um, Nick Foles to the Jags. I really love it, you know. Nick Foles did great things for Philadelphia. I mean, he got him a championship. He's got people tattooing him on, you know, their their, their ass and everything like that. Um, but this, this guy is, he, he got you a championship. So, I mean, he's got a winning atmosphere, and he's got a winning personality to him. And I think that's something that the Jacksonville Jaguars desperately need. Because, I, I, I mean, I haven't, I can't remember you know, when, when Jacksonville's good outside of, uh, you know, this last year. And they fizzled out because, you know, winning is hard to sustain in the NFL. And it starts at the quarterback position. And, and I got to give it to Nick Foles. You can't sit here and tell me that he is not going to help the Jacksonville Jaguars to win four more games. You sign this guy, he's going to win four more games. I mean, I know he can't play defense. I know he can't tackle somebody. But I know he could throw it to somebody, and somebody I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the Jacksonville uh, front office hopefully to get some guys you know up there, which leads me to my next team. Um, you know me and my pops, big Chiefs fans, um, huge Chiefs fans, and it hurt me when we lost that world. Uh, we lost to the, the the Patriots because, and I say, and I was almost gonna say you know. The, uh, the Super Bowl, because it felt like a Super Bowl. I mean, you look at that team, I mean, they're so electric. Um, how can you not like Patrick Mahomes who's throwing it out the gym? Um, you know, that that's my team. And, you know, it really hurt me when they're talking about they got to cut or they're going to try and release this guy, Justin Houston, who's given me nine sacks and five forced fumbles last year. You know, um, they're looking to hopefully franchise tag D Ford. I mean, he's a young guy that 
you know, the sky is the limit for this guy. Um, if I'm the Chiefs, I know I'm not in the front office, but you got to sign this guy. Um, you got to make sure that he stays in, in our, our red and yellow for a long time to come. And, and um, you know, it's sad, it's sad to me when they say that they're going to get rid of Justin Houston because, you know, he is a, a, a such a critical part of that defense. But you have to get rid of this guy. Or you got to, you know, do something to shake up that defense because when it came down to it, when it came to go get the ball, when it came to go get the chip, go get you, go get your ticket to go where you got to go, which is the Super Bowl, the defense failed him. And, and that's where, you know, we got to get better. Uh, Chris Jones, you know, shout out to him because he was the only one that seemed to know how to stop a nosebleed that day. Um, he, he got 15 and a half sacks on the season. He's 24 years old, and I can see why. You know, they would want to get due to Justin Houston. I know he's a linebacker, but, you know, when this guy, Steve Spagnola, comes in, shakes up the defense a little bit, you know, we got to make some moving parts to make that happen. Um, you know, talk about moving parts. We got to move on to my other team here. Um, I cover them. I've been covering them for almost, what, five years now, going on to six years, and it's got to be the Giants, you know. Um, the quarterback situation there, it's a little bit it's difficult, man. Um, how can you not love this guy, Eli Manning? Um, he's a guy that has gotten you two Super Bowl rings. Um, how do you let go? How do you? It's like it's like you know saying goodbye to that ex girlfriend, man. You know it's hard to say it, but you know you gotta you gotta rip apart, you gotta let it go. You got to let you it. You gotta go. let it go. And, and I think that you know, as sad as, as it is to say, but Eli Manning has he's thrown his last games, man. Um, he's not producing at the rate. I mean. You know, he's giving me just 21 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. I mean, you're coming in, into a season where this guy is throwing 50-plus touchdowns in Pat Mahomes. 20 touchdowns isn't going to get you a Super Bowl in this NFL. And if they want to really get something, you got – I mean, the top guys are Dwayne Haskins and uh, Kyler Murray. Now, you know, I don't think that Kyler Murray is going to really get them – how could I say? I don't think that they're gonna. He's gonna fall to the Giants, but you know, when it comes down to it with the Giants, you know, some people are saying that Dwayne Haskins isn't the answer, but I mean, he's a solution. He's a he's a real good solution. Uh, I really like this guy, and um, if you if you have a draft with the with the New York Giants, you're the executive up top. I mean, you got to take a chance at this guy, Dwayne Haskins, if he's still down there, because he's a guy that now, if you look at these NFL teams. A lot of them that are running these read options and running a lot of these, you know, run pass RPO based offenses, you know, they're working because they got an athletic quarterback back there. Russell Wilson can barely see over the front line. He's out here throwing, throwing that thing, slinging that thing, you know? But I mean, it, and that that's where it comes down to it. You know, Eli Manning is not as electric as he used to be. And they don't have, outside of Odell Beckham Jr., you know, Sterling Shepard, guys that can consistently catch the football. You know, when they're, when they're blanketing them, they need some weapons out there. And you and, and sometimes the quarterback can bail you out when the wide receivers are getting separation. And Eli Manning, I was at those games, he ain't bailing nobody out on third down. He ain't bailing nobody out. Um, just saw this before that the Giants want to, franchise or they don't want to franchise Landon Collins. Um, 
I'm sad because I like that guy. He's a real humble dude. Um, when I've when I've interviewed him, you know, he was always respectable, always give you a good answer whether they win, lose. Um, he he was a great a great uh, a great giant. So I hope to see. I hope that they can find some common ground to get both sides happy because it's hard to work at a job when you're not happy. It's really hard to go out there and do your job if you are not happy. And um, you know, it, it's it's definitely something that they need to make sure that he gets there he gets his money and they get some production because I can't see them trying to franchise franchise tag this guy or or work a deal out to give him X amount of money when you ain't even made the playoffs. How am I gonna pay you when you ain't even made the playoffs, bro? Playoffs? Come on, man. Better get out of here. Um this one, you know, now one of the things that was very interesting to me and this leads me back to, you know, the start with, you know, what I feel about when it comes to the Knicks. But um, this really thing, this hurt me right here. This one hurt me when I saw what Kyrie Irving said. And we're going to read the quote here. But um, this is something that I really, really don't like. And you know me, as passionate of a person as I am, I hate this. So he's he's not talking that talk right here. I didn't come into this game to be cameras in my face, be famous, be a celebrity, whatever embodies that. It's a little hard for me. I wanted those things when I was younger, but now I just want to play basketball at a very high level. Kyrie Irving, come on, bro. You from Jersey, bro? You from Jersey! Are you telling me you don't come to this game because I want to be a celebrity? Okay, well, then why did you make a movie called Uncle Drew that I love and I defend? Come on, man. If you didn't want to be a celebrity, if you didn't want all these cameras in your face, then you should have go went and played overseas. Luka Doncic just came back from over there, okay? And he loves it here in the NBA, and he's able, anytime he's in their face, but... This is what I'm saying. When you sign and when you're telling someone you want to be the man, you want to leave LeBron, because LeBron is the one that had to take a lot of those interviews that he had to do. He didn't really have to say much when they were losing. LeBron took that weight. Now, when, when you're in Boston, mind you, excuse me, a place that's won over 10 championships as a city in, in less than a decade, how you going to tell me you're not ready for the cameras already just because you're, not, you're losing a little bit? I mean, this, 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 is, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to athletes and knowing what you are and why sometimes all this money, it, it gets to their heads. If you look in, in, in your brand and you're an athlete, the majority of the way that you are able to touch people and get to them and for them to understand who you are comes through the interviews that happen from these reporters, from me in the locker room. If you want me to tell people how great of a person you are, give me a good interview. And I tell you what, I will hold these other people accountable in the the reporter's room that ask dumb questions. And I'll tell you how I will. I will laugh at them. I've sat next to Ian Begley when someone asked Jeff Hornacek a dumb question, and I laughed. And that is what I will do for you, Kyrie Irving. If these reporters ask you a dumb question, let's go check his credentials. Let's go make sure he doesn't come back maybe a game or two. But you 
representing that Celtics jersey, representing the NBA Association, you have to do these interviews. And if you're out here saying how important this offseason is, and you know the importance of it, you got to know you're going to have to answer some questions. It is your job to talk to the media. And if you do not like that, and if you don't want to have all the media in your face, then don't sign with Boston, a winning city. Go play in Indiana, who hasn't won in a while. Go play in Toronto, who hasn't seen the chip. Okay? And, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Kyrie, take 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 your wamblance off. You know, take, take your diaper off. <laughs> go out there, talk to the media, go ball, get healthy. And go get go to the chip, man, because I got a lot of people that are telling me not to to rep, you know, Boston. Even though I'm a Knicks fan, I, I like Boston going into the playoffs. I'm never gonna count out against Kyrie, but if he's saying some dumb stuff like this, I'm gonna have to recheck myself. All right. So, you know, in closing, uh, I want to thank everybody that was out there that uh, got to to watch me. You know, this is the first episode. A lot of my family's been pushing me to do this. A lot of my friends have been pushing me to do this, and I just wanna—I uh, just wanna thank y'all, you know, because without you, um, I wouldn't be out here saying my voice. I wouldn't be showing y'all my my uh, my sports opinions because everyone has an opinion, and as long as you come with the facts, I'm gonna listen to you. You talking that talk, I'm gonna listen. You talk that talk, I'm gonna listen. But if you out here saying some stuff that is biased, you know, saying some stuff that don't make no sense. You, I mean, I, I work in New York City. I can tell you all the the crazy, stupid stuff I hear on the subway from un, you know, people that, that that just watch sports through YouTube. If you don't watch a game for its entirety, don't talk to me about your opinion. Watch a game, see how the game goes. Watch a couple games, see what the trends are, and let's see. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe then you I can see your opinion. But you gotta come, you gotta come correct and. This show is for people that come correct and know what, what, what sports are, and they come and they got their facts, and, and I'm going to always come with it. You know, I'm not going to come with you with just some bias. I know, you know, I love I love New York. Um, I love the Knicks. I love the Mets, but I, I, I'll give credit where credit's due. Success works. Um, and in that, I'm going to show some love. I said, Philly, I was going to show you some love at the end. Um, if you got this, I know it's 7.30. Some of the games might have started, but... This is going to be my three-team parlay for some of my betters out there. If you go on, you know, DraftKings, Sportsbook, um, I check these lines out. These are what I would go with. So if you're looking, check this out. I got Portland, minus five and a half over Memphis. They're a lock. Portland's been playing good basketball. Um, you know, with Damian Lillard out there, CJ McCollum, guard play. You know, I like them in, in a matchup over Memphis without Marcus Saul now. I mean. You know, I, I know they haven't had him consistently all year, but, you know, I, I like Portland to win by five and a half. Um, the next team I'm going to take going to Boston, we got um, I'm going to take Golden State six and a half over Boston. I know Golden State is at home. They're tough to beat. They should be a lock in the favorites. If if I got to explain to you why <laughs> you take the six and a half with Golden State over Boston, then, then, then we got to have a conversation after hours. Um, <laughs> the next one, I told you I was going to show you some love. Philadelphia. I mean, this was a tough one for me, but Philly's at home. I like them three and a half favorites over Matt, over the Magic. 
Philly's just a tough team. Um, one of the people that I said that I really wanted was Tobias Harris, if the Knicks could, if he got the free agency. But I kind of knew that he wasn't going to, you know, really touch it. But um, I I, I got to give it to Philly, man. When they're playing at all cylinders and, you know, Ben Simmons is, you know, facilitating the rock and, you know, Joel Embiid is on, that Philly team is tough. So it's hard not to take that three and a half over Orlando. And Orlando's trying to make a playoff push, but, um, you know, I, I like Philadelphia there. Um, so that's my three-team parlay. Uh, Portland, five and a half over Memphis. Golden State, six and a half over Boston. And Philadelphia, three and a half over the Magic. Um, also want to, you know, really say here that if you are a fan of sports, if you, you know, think you can talk to sports with me, if you want to be a guest on my show, send a message to me. Hit me up on Twitter, BHO732. Um, you can hit me up on Facebook, hit me up on the message. Uh, if you go into my Instagram, bhomes45, send me a message. Tell me why you should be a guest on my show. Send me a message. Tell me, tell me what you can talk about. Tell me what, what we're going to talk about. And uh, we can make that happen. You know, I, I really, with this show, I just want to, I want to give everyone that platform, you know, and I want to show people that, you know, not just, you don't have to have a credential to know sports. And, and I respect all opinions. So, you know, I'm going to extend that challenge out to y'all. I mean, I love talking. I have a communications degree. I know some of my Facebook friends know I can talk it up. But I would definitely like to have some people on this show. So if you want to be a guest on the show, send me a message. Give me a comment. Um, we're going to come up with um, the link through Buzzsprout where you can download the episodes and, you know, check out what we're doing. We're going to do this weekly, 7 o'clock Tuesdays. We're going to get you out by 7.30 so you can go watch the game, uh, go out, do some work, whatever you got to do. 30 minutes. It's my time. Talk that talk show. All right. Before we close out, I got to give a special shout out to our sponsors, VW Liquors. I know we said them at the top of the show, but uh, shout out to them located on Route 1 in Wick Plaza, Edison, New Jersey. All I, I go there, you know, with my dad frequently get our beers, you know, get something nice for ourselves, get some some wine for my mom. So go check out VW Liquors on Route 1. Dave, let's go Mets. Let's go, Mets. I told you I was going to do it for you, Dave. Um, and also shout out to Executive Bar and Restaurant located on 30 Menu Street in Carteret, New Jersey. They got the best food. They got the best drinks. Because why? I bartend there sometimes. So I'll tell you what I bartend. But uh, go to there. They got some good food. If you're into Indian food and good American food, go over there. And then also, if you like this hat that I've been wearing on the Facebook Live, um, shout out to my boy Cody Bromley over at 91's Co. Uh, he, he wound up giving me this hat, and, and it's one of, been one of my favorite hats ever since. Go to 91sco.com. And I think the, the it's ACID20. The code is ACID20. And you'll be able to get 20% off on the entire site. I just went over and talked to them. Uh, they got this real cool acid collection, man. If you're into uh, you know, acid wash, clothing, anything dope, New York City, funky, fresh, go check them out at 91scode.com. Okay, and uh, that about does it. Um, I love y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
I gotta go have me a beer with Pops to yeah. celebrate. Yeah. Hey, we did it. We did it, man. We did it. <laughs> That's it.